0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. Yes, that sounds a little bit different. If you didn't listen to the last episode, there are some branding changes, but it is the same show, all the same episodes, the same content, the same philosophy, and the same banter that you love and have always listened to. So I appreciate you guys for being here. And today, we have an episode with yours truly, Coach Theo. We're going to get into some... Uh, animal topics, actually, because we all know that Theo is a wildlife expert nowadays, which ends up being hilarious, but actually extremely informative. It's pretty funny how much I learn about animals, uh, wars in the wild, freaking mushrooms, all these different things when I talk to Theo, but honestly, I could talk about it for hours. Like, we'll go get dinner and literally talk nothing but animals and mushrooms and just weird shit like that, and I love it, but today's episode, we're going to cover a little bit of that at the beginning, and then we're going to get into all things 2018, what we are happy about with 2017, the accomplishments we made, and what we are going to change and accomplish in 2018. So we're going to talk about our specific goals and how we are going to achieve those. This is going to be a really good episode to hear more about our philosophies going into the new year, as well as our predictions for fitness and nutrition in the new year. But before we get into that, I want to give a quick shout out to my sponsor, Reebok One. Guys, you know I am picky as hell when it comes to my training gear, my training kicks, and really just what I wear in general. I'm a stickler for that stuff, but I can honestly say that they are putting out some of the dopest training gear that I've ever rocked in my life. On top of that, they're doing some really big things in the fitness industry. And if you want to be a part of that movement, plus save 40% off your first purchase, as well as 25% off for life, click the link in the show notes, Reebok1.com slash Boom Boom and get yours today. Now, without further ado, here's the show. All right. So, any news on the, uh, was it a humpback whale? Dude, did you watch the? No. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> I was driving when you texted me, but you didn't go home and watch it. I didn't. Ah, I man. So I, I've watched. I've watched. Is it Blue Planet? No, it's uh. So I watched, but that's one of them, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched that one, and I remember it saying that the heart was the size of like a
1: Volkswagen. Yeah, and its, it's tongue is like good. the size well, of the a, lungs. Yeah, the lungs. Yeah, the heart. The heart's also super big, but they um, said you could
0: swim in its veins. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Fucking, yeah, that's unreal, crazy. Dude. Yeah,
1: but Man. I didn't. I didn't hear about its sex life like that. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. what I'm saying, dude. Like you gotta, you gotta watch it, cause if you think you're a, if you think you're a beast. <laughs> You're gonna feel like shit if you watch this fucking whale, dude. Yeah. Like, so, in that, and I was watching it, like, that was real time. Like, I text you, I, for for some reason, I immediately thought, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna text code. probably because we've had conversations on nature in the past. But Who else do you talk to about whales fucking? Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, I just I just post random shit on my Instagram, right? I know, like, but that's that, one of the things that, that I love. But that text was aggressive. You can't put that out on I don't social even remember media. what I said, but sure, I fucking could. I could put it on. I, I put way. I think I put, you know, just as derogatory yeah. shit on my okay. Instagram as, okay. as anything else. But I kind of, I, I Instagram like I text. But, um, no, this, this fuck, I mean, I was like blown away by just this whole scene, right? And like the whole, <laughs> like the whole sexual sort of process between these massive animals that are like a hundred plus feet. So it long, showed right?
0: like details.
1: Yeah, it showed, I mean, it was like a, wildlife porno dude like it was it was it was crazy so like this i mean you have you have this female whale right and like there's multiple males that are all trying to get on this same fucking right. female right and they're they're doing these epic battles i didn't know whales yeah. did that right like i mean they're fucking they're like, fighting, like and, the alpha male wins the yeah female and they can swim super fast right? Like, I mean, these big ass things can swim like 30 miles an hour, which is huge or is, which is super fast for For, uh, like what it's because they're like, what, probably five tons. So no, they're way more than that. Really, hundreds of tons. Yeah. Yeah. So literally like a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. Like they're it's, it's hella big. I mean, think of something that is like a submarine that is anywhere from like a hundred to 150 feet, I don't know the exact size of a humpback whale, I can't remember. I know, like, blue whales get to, like, 220 feet or something like that, right? Right. But they're all fat, pretty much. And then they have these massive organs, right? So, like, you gotta think about how... I mean, it's fucking dick probably weighs, (laughs) like, a 1,000 pounds, dude. Like, like, that's why I was so fucking impressed by this thing, because... where it shows there's this scene where it's like coming out of the water. It's like giant of the deep for or something like that. If you go on Netflix and you type that in, you'll see it. Um, for those of who are curious about whales, dongs, and it's like coming out of the water, right? And these things they they are they're, they're it looks like they're moving pretty slow because they're they're so big. But then it's fucking cock comes out of the water, dude, and it's just like it's got like a mind of it so it's just looking for something. So is it like it's like on its back? Yeah, it was on its back. So and like in and, as, it, and, just it, as it, as and it's com- is coming out of the water. Yeah, and it's coming out of the water and and then like you just see it's it's like this serpent type fucking thing and it's just yeah. and it's just moving all that over. That
0: alone like, could dude. take you out a
1: boat, bro. For sure. It, no, if, if you got hit by that thing, you're you're probably dead, Yeah. right? Like that's how fucking big it is. And so like there's again like there's like these, you know, 4 or 5 uh, males all trying to get on the same female. Right. And, you know, like these the, the males are doing battles, right? They're like jumping on top of each other, man. Like imagine, you know, like this hundred thousand pound fucking thing just crushing you. And, you know, they're <laughs> underneath the water. I mean, dude, it's the craziest shit ever. And they're all fighting for the same the same chick. And there's these smaller male whales and, you know, they're, they're obviously, they're, they're getting some Yeah. and this fucking, you know, this big ass, the, the, the biggest male, right? The dominant male is like, whatever. Right. And then, uh, the, the wildlife commentator is like, Oh yeah. Like he's just, he's kind of just sitting back because he knows that, uh, he, he produces so much semen that when he sticks his dick inside of this female whale that, He's just gonna flush out all these other fucking fools, fucking come right. The guy like, said that. Yeah, he had like, like a British accent. Yeah, it? it was a British. Guy, of course. <laughs> I'm trying right? to picture it. And I think it was David Attenborough who uh, who does this. So he he does all the Planet Earth and stuff I like that. Guy that guy died. No, he's fucking. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure he's still alive. Um, and uh, yeah, so he was like, it's he was like, it's its dick is so big that it will literally just fish out. The other the other uh, whales come oh, right. Oh, that's disgusting. At simultaneously just pumping this female full of his own right, and its testicles are like massive. I forget what what the size comparison was. Do too.
0: they like, like? Do they suck up into his body though? Because you don't see no no. Huge you don't see the, No, You don't this... see the testicles. It's, okay. it's yeah. It's They're definitely inside, okay. yeah yeah. It's not. It's not. It's just like such a weird thing to picture like because it's uh, a whale is like one long object yeah it doesn't I mean, have it like, like limbs and see, yeah right, right you know it doesn't have limbs to like post yeah. up while it does yeah. its work it like, looks
1: like a dick with skin tags dude
0: that's so crazy <laughs>
1: that it shows that shit dude i it's it's wild man like again like you have to watch just like if you've ever seen the movie tremors right like where yeah. those little worm things come yeah. out of the ground and they're like <sighs> looking around like that's what it's like that that's what and what's this what's this
0: like. thing called
1: So everybody can go watch this. It's called Giants of the Deep. Giants of the Deep. I'm I'm pretty sure, yeah. Giants of something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the
0: Giants of the Deep. Every time you talk about it, 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 I think of those giraffes I tagged you in, because when you're like going like this in your arm, like
1: and I I, did not know giraffes. Dude, they fought epic battles, dude, and they and they they, they can kill each other because those that's why they have like those horns, right? Like it's just yeah. like a deer or an elk or something, you know, like they have to fight for, again, they're fighting for females, they're fighting for the right would, to breed. I so would, these things are just yeah, whipping, whipping each other. And just Dude, I would be curious the of the
0: anatomy going on its neck. Because like think of our spine, we can't do that shit. Our yeah. neck, we can't whiplash
1: yeah. like that. I mean, you need an incredible amount of muscle to, I Yeah. Mean, to do that, I mean, like, and it's just such a really. bizarre way to it is. to fight, because like, they're just
0: sitting there. And yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, just whipping their fucking head yeah. and just crack, like yeah. hitting each other, and
0: it's crazy. Yeah, I,
1: sometimes they kill each other, man. Like, I think it's very rare for giraffes to kill each other, yeah. but like, uh but that's I mean, probably again the yeah. same
0: thing with the whales. Like, that's how they're fighting mm-hmm. to become the alpha or yep. whatever yep. on their tribe, just or... slamming
1: on top of each other, dude. Yeah. Like that fucking big. I was just like, you should have seen me. Like, I think I just caught myself. Like I'm just sitting there on my couch and I, like with just the mo like jaw dropped. Yeah. Right? I was like, These fucking things are doing epic yeah. battle right now. It's and I crazy. just was so pumped up. That's what I- my heart rate elevated and I was just like squeezing my, my fists, right? I was just like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Testosterone's raising. Yeah.
0: But I want to watch it just for that. Like, I can't imagine those things fighting because they're so fucking big. Yeah.
1: No, the fight scene was crazy.
0: And bro. you know what I've noticed? Like, I've been, like, ever since you showed me Nature is Metal, the Instagram account, I've been yeah. following that. So, and it's funny when you see, like, the, your similar friends who have liked it, mm-hmm. like, it's absolutely, like, who I would picture liking those pictures to. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, the celebrities I look yeah, up to, I'm yeah. like, oh, they would follow this yeah. account too. Um, but, hippos. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucks with a hippo. No, nah. like I never thought about it, but I think a hippo could take out anything, anything in the Anything. What is that? The Amazon or animal the, kingdom? Animal kingdom. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. not they're not in. I don't even think a maybe a lion? Nope. But I don't even nope. Yeah, they're They don't
1: no, they they can't do it unless it's already dead. That's the only time they'll, yeah. they'll if they're scavenging. Cuz they there was that one
0: where lions. like the hyenas or somebody was trying to get at a crocodile or something. And then the hippo got tired of watching and just walked down there and just tossed the fucking animal up yeah. for him and just fucked it up. And yeah. then went back to, like, super mud Super territorial,
1: bath. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they're savages. They kill more people in, in Africa than lions. No than shit, they yeah. do? Yeah. Are they aggressive like that? They're, well, again, they're super territorial, so, um, and it's I think it's during, like, a certain part of the year, so if people get too close. And, and, and Europeans, Americans, people from all over the world travel to Africa to hunt, right? So... I mean, there's a good chance, right, you're gonna get fucking murked yeah. by a hippo if you go out and because in and, in and, and, and some parts it depends on where you're at. Like the, the forest is really thick, right? Like yeah. there's just a lot like there's a lot of coverage where these things can, can hide. So you might be walking by, you know, a dozen hippo and you might not even know it, right? Yeah. And that's when people are getting fucking murked, is because they don't see it coming and then they just they hear do yeah around and chop, yeah, dude, I
0: mean, it's probably like uh they're probably actually scared too, yeah, I don't think hippos go through their mind like they're out to kill for food
1: when it comes no, to no, no, they no, they definitely i don't it's I, like territorial I've never scared. heard of like a fear, factor it's like bears it's they war too, right, bears ain't, no. Uh, have you seen that video of the dude in Montana who like yeah. he survived and the... he walks
0: up to the camera like oh
1: shit yeah like, and his and his half of his head <laughs> is hanging yeah. off yeah like I mean that 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 mother grizzly was just being protective over her yeah. babies it wasn't. It's it's, it's, it's not, it's like food. an, it's, it's definitely like an aggression thing, right? Like yeah. it's, it's like, okay, well it's either me or you, right? Yeah. And yeah. if you fight, like you're way too close to my cubs survival, and that's goodness. how, yeah. And, and that's essentially how, because they, they understand like, you know, this is our livelihood, right? Like right. you're coming into my neighborhood and you're, you're jeopardizing, right? Like my family and, uh, in Montana, they, uh, They've actually figured out that bears, like it, like hunters, they know, right? Like, uh, if they shoot an elk, right? If they're out hunting and they shoot an elk, bears hear that gunshot. They're gonna come because they know that hunters are killing Damn. killing things. So and, and smart, and they're the ultimate opportunists, right? So if they if they hear that, like they think food. Yeah. And especially those older grizzlies who are, dude. you know, 15 years old, 12 15 yeah. years old and just big as fuck, right? Like they're going to fucking come and get dude, that. Dude, we
0: thing. talk about like adaptation over time of just humans and animals yeah. and evolution, like yeah. that's that's a sign right there that we've been shooting for too long, they're yeah. going to come. That's why I will do bow hunting. Yeah. That's why I
1: would do that. Yeah. I would have to train Speaking for Speaking of bow hunting, I fucking so I, I I said it on the podcast previously that I was going to get yeah. into it in 2018, dude. Steph got me lessons. I know. She hit me up. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, fucking. she was asking me about oh it before she God, got them for you. I'm so pumped. I
0: literally was, like, giving her, giving her some advice, and I was like, by the way, that's the dopest fucking present. Yeah. He's going to freak out. Like, yeah. that's sick.
1: Yeah. Because, I, I mean, she knows me really well, too, right? Like, I'm, I, I don't really like uh, gifts, right? Like, I mean, not, material not yeah, items, like, material yeah. things, right? Like, I'd rather, I'd prefer an experience. Yeah. And that is like, you know, and, and for me to and especially for her to listen and, and be like, you know, this is what he likes and, and this and that. Like, I'm just gonna give him a lesson, right? Like it's the perfect right. it was the perfect fucking gift. So I'm super pumped. That's dope yeah. uh, about that. I'm so I'm probably gonna dedicate like every Sunday to Dude, Especially if <laughs> to you live if you
0: know. live close to somewhere that does it, right?
1: Uh yeah. So I'll be doing lessons in Mount Lake Terrace, which is like forty minutes from me but i mean i'll probably do like five to ten lessons i just want to get down like the fundamentals and and make sure that like i'm doing shit right Right. and then i can go down to issaquah to the sportsman's place and and practice and then yeah and then eventually go fucking hunt yeah yeah which is i mean and it's not even the cool thing too is that it's not necessarily guaranteed right like and the and the way it works is we, we have a rifle season and we have a bow season. So bow hunting is, is a lot, like the seasons, the hunting season is a lot longer, right? You have yeah. more opportunity, but at the same time, it's a lot harder because you got to get within, you know, 20 to 40 yards of these fucking animals yeah. that are bow with a bow with a bow yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. with a rifle you can shoot from 500 yards if you're a good shot right? i think
0: i like i think i would be horrible at it because i'm so impatient and i don't know if i could be quiet for that long bro but you have to be like that stealth. might teach
1: you you know what i mean oh yeah like, no and that's like, actually patience, that's what what I mean? actually what
0: i thought too it yeah. was the same thing because my stepdad used to bow hunt and uh i remember him talking
1: about how long they would camp out and yeah. shit and it's like oh yeah. dude yeah, I mean, and there's different ways you can, you know, you can increase your chances by doing, like, private land hunting, right? Like, you know, going over to eastern Washington or something. If somebody has, like, a thousand acres, right. you know, you can go on their land and you pay them 500 bucks or whatever and you can yeah. go and they'll show you the hot spots. Do you know who uh, Ted Nugent is? Uh, I've heard the name. Oh, shit. Is I got a, a record right Oh there. god, Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, figured yeah. he was, like, a rock star or
0: some shit. So, he, uh, he's, like, rock star redneck, dude.
1: I think he's You know what? Him. This is the only reasons I've even, Cribs. Yeah, so this is the only reason I've even heard of him is because Joe Rogan mentioned him. Oh, that really? this guy owns a bunch of private land. And yeah, like, so
0: he has, like, throughout his property, he has these little, like, tree houses that he built that are, like, where he camps he stands, out and yeah. he hunts in his own fucking yeah. yard.
1: yeah super dope see i just i don't think i could get into that because you're sitting for so long yeah. and you could see nothing all day yeah. like i'd rather like hike and that's part of the thing right it's like i love to hike and i love you but know, part of it the too is, is if shit. you're
0: hiking and moving you're making noise and i think that would scare them away so at some point you do have to like kind of wait out and camp yeah. a little bit yeah yeah unless Jeez. you're just like legless quick and just pull it out and shoot something that you see yeah a baby deer yeah. walking by yeah so but that's fucking filthy dude yeah um, i'm excited. Anyway, let's talk about 2018, dude. So that's part of what you got going for 2018, obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what 2018 is going to be for me is is really focusing on just specific things, right? Like, I really want to cut it down to, like, the one thing that I'm really passionate about, which is coaching, right? And I was thinking, actually, I was thinking about this today before we even realized that we were going to do a podcast, uh, before you even texted me, Um I was thinking about that because, you know, I was closing out the year today, the last session of the year, at the gym, and I think we probably had you know forty to fifty people in today's in today's session. So every time I, I'm I'm in front of a crowd like that, you know, to me it's kind of like a performance, right? Like you know, I have to I have to perform at my optimum level, even if it's you know two people, right? I still want to do my best, but something like that is it really gets your blood flowing, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, like, this is what I really love, right? Like, just group coaching, doing something like this, a a bunch of people getting to move at the same time, and especially when you put together uh, uh, an amazing training session. I mean, that was probably one of the greatest sessions I've had, you know, throughout the year. And it wasn't just because it was, I always do it, right? I always stay up. I always, you know, watch videos and stuff like that and, and, and coaching cues and things like that. And, and and try to put together the best program, but like the exercise selection for this this particular one was just like incredible. And it's always funny when people are doing like, you know, so today's was like intervals, right? The first round was 30 seconds of work, 15 second break, and that's kinda like, you know, the the warm-up round almost, yeah. right? And people are like, oh man, this is gonna be kinda easy. And then you get into 40 seconds of work with a 20 second break and then people are like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. Like two or three rounds into that that or two or three Stations into that second round, it's like oh fuck, here comes the fucking storm, right? And then kind of like a lightning round at the end. So I was just like, man, like this is incredible. So what I want to focus on more than anything is just mastering coaching, right? I feel like 2017, even though I got a lot of things done, I spread myself too thin, yeah. right? And it's it's very like I, I and I'll you know I'll be completely open and honest in saying that like you know I overcommit. Um, sometimes. I've only been a coach for, you know, four years, right, just a little over four years, but I feel like just the deliberate, the amount of deliberate practice that I've done in that time, it almost feels like a lot longer than that. Yeah. So, sometimes, you know, I I kind of get ahead of myself, and, you know, I try to do too many things at once, but, um, you know, this year is going to be dedicated to Strictly, you know, that that face-to-face coaching that that I love to do and bringing, like, the ultimate experience to everybody that I come face to face with. Like that is if, if I had to choose one thing that I'm going to pick in, 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 uh, 2018 to really master, it's going to be coaching. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's going to kind of be a common denominator for like the rest of my life. Right. Like is, is just being truly great at that. Because if you think about it, right. If, if you're really good at something, like you don't even, you could be a shitty, you could be shitty at marketing, but you're still gonna be really successful because people are gonna talk, right? Like that's the number yeah. one staple, I feel like, of any business. If people aren't talking about your fucking business, then you know, you can you can dump thousands of money, thousands of dollars into marketing right. every month, but it doesn't really mean anything if you can't retain those people. Well, and that's, so.
0: and that's the whole uh what is it, Jack of all trades, master gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Like that's that's that whole concept, yeah. right? And I think that's the biggest key. Yeah. Um And I think the the best way to like – so I talked about this on one of the previous podcasts. Like something I did, um, Coach Steve had me do is like take a piece of paper. I put some music on, three-minute timer, and write out every accomplishment that you had in 2017. And as I was writing it, like there were so many on there like outweighing the rest that I didn't celebrate. Yeah. That I was like, fuck, I forgot I did that. Or damn, I didn't even like actually acknowledge that I accomplished that, right? Like little wins. But – I think it's things like that that will lead you in the direction of where you're going right now. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I need to do because every win in here relates to that, yeah. right? And that's what I realized in my own tune is Like, everything is surrounding the same concept and that's all I need to do is focus yeah. on that. And I would say, like, for me in 2017, one thing I did really well was finally not spread myself too thin to the point where I actually started, like, niching down. Because yeah. in all the previous years... I mean, there's so much going on in the industry that it's like, oh, I think I want to do some of this. Oh, I should do this. Oh, this guy's doing Facebook advertising. I should do that. Yeah. I should be doing this. I should pay for this. And then it's just like, you're overwhelmed. And again, you're getting like decent at a bunch of little fucking things. Yeah. So for me, what I realized, like when I was writing this stuff out is like, okay, all of these wins came from multiple things. One was coaching, right? Like just going out of my way and not just in the sense of like being right there, coaching coaching like an exercise but like being what a coach actually is right like outside the gym inside the gym like when they need help most and then fucking free content like I realized that I love producing more free shit than anything else in the world and I heard Tom you know Tom Bilyeu right Yeah, he said that the the leaders of uh business or success in the future or whatever are the people who will um give away the most free shit mm-hmm. like word for word what he said i just thought about that and i was like that's what people are unwilling to do yeah it's just constantly
1: give yeah i mean it's a scarcity thing too right like people always like the i think that when you attach a dollar sign
0: mm-hmm.
1: um to helping someone, goal, yeah or, or help yeah especially helping somebody like it it it, it creates this uh kind of bullshit you know, sort of front that that you might have. And and people might not even realize it, but, um, you know, you can always tell when people are charging for every little thing, you know, I I, I get respecting your time, but I think that especially for the new coaches, and and I've seen it on social media, everybody's trying to be like an online coach now. Like, I, I don't think that people realize that it takes... You know, especially for you to even get your, your business to a sustainable place where, you know, you could, you could leave vigor and now you're completely in business by yourself, right? Like, you're, you're the epitome of an entrepreneur. Like, how many articles and how many blogs did you write Good before fuck. that? How, much, how many Instagram posts? How many YouTube uh, videos did you shoot, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes that I think people tend to ignore. They, they, they might be attracted to one post that you did. Right and and it was like okay well now they see the link of Boom Boom Performance in in your profile and it's like oh shit well I'm gonna copy and paste yeah. essentially what Cody just did yeah so I think that you know you got to take the good with the bad and in in, uh, in in social media but I it's, think that well, it's the
0: whole overnight success thing right, right like for we sure. see
1: people like uh, I think I don't
0: know if it was on the podcast or off the air when I was talking to Jason Phillips he said the same things like. I didn't he didn't dive into social media and all that stuff right off the bat. So people are like, Oh man, like you're blowing up and now he's like, dude, I've been doing this for fourteen years. It's like I finally started blowing up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that's exactly how it is. It's like when you look behind the scene, there's years and years and years of yeah. people doing shit. Like yeah. even like people um like Tony Gentlecore, like he put out tons of content yeah. underneath Eric Christy for a long time before yeah. he became his own sole person doing crushing shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So I couldn't agree more and I think But I think you have to enjoy it, too. Like, it it does take a lot of patience. But I actually, like, I love creating content. Mm -hmm. Like, that's actually fun to me. Um, And I know you're the same way with different types of content. Like, you really like doing exercise videos. I love writing. That's why my fucking... Dude, you know what's crazy? I didn't know Instagram had a a caption limit. Did you know that? Mm Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So I started getting chopped on all my like posts and I didn't realize it because yeah. I write too much. That's how funny. but like that goes to show, like I actually enjoy like expressing myself through words. That's yeah. why I like pictures better than videos. Yeah. And if you look at like what actually works well, videos do way fucking better, mm-hmm. but that's not what I love. Right. right. Like I'll do some sometimes, but like being able to decide what you're good at and what you love and then just like running on that. Yeah is going to be the biggest thing ever. And I think that was like one of my biggest reflections of 2017 was like realizing what that was for me and then being like, okay, it's okay. Because it isn't what everybody suggests you should do. Like I don't want to run a bunch of Facebook advertisement. Like I don't like paying for ads and doing that stuff. Not because I'm cheap, but because I love giving free content. I want to build my shit organically. And I want to write, which isn't always the top thing from marketers and people right now, but... Doing what I love is what's
1: going to... Well, I think if you build that tribe too, right? Like I think that, and and going back to the whole social media thing, like, you know, especially with mine, I don't have an incredible amount of of followers, but what I notice is that like my engagement is like, I mean, it's like 70% of, of my following, Mm -hmm. right? So every time I post something, you know, and, and, and I look at the, the analytics, um, you know, uh, the, the amount of, of likes and, you know, the, the people that save the the content, right? Like it's, it's incredible. So to me, like that means a lot because I'm reaching those people that, you know, and, and I'm, I definitely know that I don't, I'm not going to fit into, I'm not going to fit into everybody's cup of tea, right? Yeah. Like not everybody's going to like what I say not everybody's going to like what I do. They're not going to like my approach to training especially from a nutrition standpoint, yeah. right? Like, you know, there's a lot of people who, uh, who want to do, you know, macros and, and all that stuff. And, you know, they're going to be like, they're going to look at my shit and be like, oh man, like I'm not going to fucking, you know, follow this guy or I'm not going to listen to what he has to say. And that's fine with me. Right. Yeah. Like, that's cool to, to me. What I really enjoy, what I found out is, you know, going strong with this last recently posting every day, and doing the stuff that I and it and it's really documenting right. Like I'm really doing the stuff that I that I put out. Yeah. Whether it's it's in my own workout or it's stuff that I'm coaching right. So oftentimes when you see like you know 11 metabolic exercises, I'm putting that stuff into training sessions right. And I I've, I've done them before and I really know how to coach them. So it comes from experience. It's not something that I necessarily just watch and be like okay yeah. well this would look cool and this is going to get a lot of likes and this yeah. is going to get you know an incredible amount of engagement. So on my social media, like getting back to that because I kind of took a, a hiatus, right? And I was like, man, like, you know, what is the what is the real purpose of, of me doing this? Right. Like, am I doing things because I like I, I have to fit into a certain, uh, you know, realm of, mold, of fitness right. yeah? or am I doing it because it's significant to me? And this is truly something that I like to do. So I see things that other people do. Like, I understand that quotes get like a lot of likes and a lot of engagement. Um, but to me. I'm not a big quote person, right? Like to, like my my favorite quotes are like are like core values almost, right? Like uh Martin Luther King has this this quote, right? If you've ever heard the ultimate measure of a man quote, right? Like that's more of a that's more of a value to me. It's not necessarily a motivational quote. I don't yeah. read that quote every morning and be like, "Okay, okay I'm going to yeah. fucking crush yeah, yeah, today," yeah. right? It's just something that's kind of ingrained in me, right. and that's why I really like that quote. So it wasn't like I saw the quote and then I changed my life based on that quote. It was that that's already based on something that I already do. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just worded really well. And it's from an icon that kind of changed, helped change uh the world essentially. So um Well
0: and yeah. I think that's like huge too because a lot of people are worried that if they don't have a hundred thousand followers they're not gonna be dude, like in all transparency with the the listeners, and you know this, I built a six figure business off like three thousand followers. Yeah, like you, like you said, you build a fucking tribe, mm-hmm. right? Like, and and I post quotes all the time, but like I know somebody messaged me and was like, "Man, you love the Alchemist," and it was like five of my posts that had quotes in it in a row were all from the Alchemist. It's like, no, man, I'm literally reading the book again, and I like see as I'm reading, we'll steal a quote and I'll make a post about it mm-hmm. because. When I do post quotes, it's it's something that's related to like a revelation I had that day because I yeah. journal a lot. I read a lot. So like it's not like you said like, okay, I'm going to type in motivational quotes right. and try to like suck people in. It's also why I don't like doing a bunch of like shirtless or like trying to look ripped pictures because I do not want people to follow me because of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people get mixed up. It's like the people who have 50,000 followers and half their shots are shirtless. They're not making money. They're not helping more people. Yeah. Buy those things. Yeah. And I do use Instagram to make money. Like, so I see both realms of it, but it's all based around like what you said, like actually doing what you do, who you are, uh, like a representation of like things that actually mean something to you. Because at the end of the day, like you want to attract people that you like, right. kind of want to attract people I don't like, and then work with people that I don't yeah. like. The issue is it takes longer. Yeah, right? it takes a while. Oh, to it like, takes a lot
1: longer. Yeah, and and
0: people want like a quick fix. Like hire these fucking companies that DM you, say, "Hey, I can get you like ten thousand extra Man, that followers." Shit is fucking
1: annoying, dude. I, Isn't it? You like, know, I, uh, I it's, it's funny that. because I almost went on this massive rant on on Instagram probably two weeks ago, and uh, I I posted one picture and it was like. Uh, it was kind of like I said earlier, right? Like you got to take the the good and the bad with with Instagram, and it mm-hmm. was this picture of this this dude who was overweight, and it was like the it was like transformation of whatever, oh, right? That. And it was like a fit tea After transformation, Green tea, yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert Robert lost five hundred dollars, yeah. something like yeah. that, right? And and then uh, I see people who uh, like or comment on my videos and stuff like that. I'll click on their profile and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, this person looks like they're in the fitness based off of their profile picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm genu- genuinely interested in those, in those people, right? Because maybe, I'm, I'm all about collaboration, right? Yeah. If I can collaborate with somebody, like a like-minded individual, I'm going to reach out to that person and see, you know, yeah. what we can do. Um, so, you know, sometimes I just explore uh, different pages and I come across this, uh, this girl's Instagram, you know, she's ripped up, you know, she's, she's attractive. And then she's posting with like, you know, fit T. and I'm like, fuck. And she's got like a quarter million followers and she's selling fit T. So I'm like, man, like, you know, at a certain point, you know, and I was just going to rip her. I I actually took a screenshot of her profile (laughs) and I was going to fucking rip her apart because to me it's, it's very irritating. I feel like you have a sense of sense of responsibility when you have a following like that, uh, whether they're bought and paid for, or whether you you grew that organically, and
0: especially when you're in the fitness and health industry, right? Like, this exactly. is the industry to help people, like,
1: and and you're selling fit tea and saying that it gets you results. Like, yeah. man, like you know, you didn't get those results, yeah, from that. yeah. Like, it, it, if you if you lost a certain amount of weight, like it wasn't because you were drinking fit tea, it was because you you managed your calories, yeah. You put the fucking fork down. Yeah. You know, let's call it a fit fork. Let's just make it a smaller fork. <laughs> let's let's Yo, let's like come the... out let's come out with that, right? Instead of fucking my, like, you know, my muscle silverware. <laughs> Hella tiny. So, yeah, tiny just baby spoons <laughs> and forks. Uh, um but yeah, I mean, I mean, like, to to me, like, that shit just really irritates me. And for right. some reason I kind of just let it get under my skin for a little bit. Um, and I just feel like, you know, you kinda have to do your your due diligence as somebody who's whether you're a coach or if you are the face of a certain product, I don't care if you're a fucking model for something, like you have a responsibility. So mm-hmm. if you know that something, right, and, and and maybe that's just my value, right? Like I'm gonna look into something. If 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 a brand was to come to me, right, like let's say uh uh adidas comes to me right and they're like hey man like you know we want you to rock this shit like to be honest man like i'm gonna be like dude like i don't even rock adidas yeah. right like i'll try some stuff on you know if i really like your product i'll rock it but like to me it, it just you know i'm not gonna even if it's a big company or if pepsi was to come to me like hey man like we'll give you a million dollars dude and yeah. you put a pepsi can in every one of your posts i'm gonna be like you know go fuck yourself right like you know that that's not the direction that i want to go yeah so just i mean maybe that's just me again ranting but like if 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 i see somebody like that and and i see a bunch of stuff on your on your profile that i know that you don't believe in and i don't even know you and i know that you don't believe in that like but but you're telling people to buy it it's it's really fucked up because this is a this is an industry where it's a billion dollar industry yet people are getting fatter than ever yeah. right and more out of shape and you know getting these uh, these debilitating diseases, uh, you know, earlier in, in age. So, you know, for, for me, like, I just can't sit by and be like, okay, well, you know, this is, this is what I'm going to sell because it's going to make me a lot of money because I'm now poaching on these people who are super vulnerable, right? Like that's what, that's what fitness is built around because they know that people aren't happy with their bodies and they're going to do anything to to lose twenty or thirty pounds and they're gonna shell out money for something that's a quick fix, right? So drink fifty, right. lose twenty pounds in thirty days. Like well, to and, me that's and just I think, a bunch like, of shit. If you
0: if you come into the like whole social media game or world with that attitude from the get go, it'll take longer, but at the end it'll be more fulfilling. Right? Mm-hmm. Like and I think people like even um fuck Jordan Syat for example. Yes, he trains Gary Vee, so he has a lot of attention because of that. But even before that, he had a good following. Mm-hmm. And from day one, he's just been putting out free, good content. Yeah. And none of it is bullshit. None of it is like supplements, none of that stuff. And I guarantee he has a ton of supplement companies approaching it yeah. because he's fucking has 300 something thousand followers. Yeah. Um, and I think like if you just approach it that way, like one, it, you can have way less followers and they will buy from you and you can actually help them. But two, like your, your business will grow so much better and actually be sustainable. Those people who do that shit don't actually make good money. They aren't fulfilled by it and they aren't going to last very long. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before that girl is completely yeah. gone.
1: Which is actually the only reason I didn't fucking just rip her new ones because i was like yeah i was like she's not gonna even be relevant but you know for for very long so
0: and that's like so like going into my goals for 2018 that was one of them like i think i said it on here before it was like i want a million people to visit my website and 95 percent of my website is free shit it's literally just free content and i have google analytics tracking it so like my goal is to just keep put like the only time i ever spend money on ads is literally on free blogs because i just want more people to come to my website now obviously i know back end that's probably going to right. turn around into dollar signs but if I can keep writing a blog doing multiple YouTubes a week, two posts a day one podcast a week, whatever it is to get people to just learn more and help more people in general I know that's gonna like allow me to sustain what I want to do and my passion for way fucking longer. Yeah. And, like that was one of my big like things that I wrote. I was like, I want a million people to visit my website, not this year, but like I want to hit a million people. I don't know how many people have visited my website yet, but obviously I got some work to do, right? And that's a huge fucking goal. But the point is, is like just I, it, I have to put out so much more free stuff if I'm gonna work towards that, right. Period. And I think that's the biggest thing.
1: So I, we've talked. I mean, really, just about business and whale dicks you know in this podcast so far (laughs) so in we we were asked a question right like what what was what was our hobbies and we both were fucking stumped yeah in 2018 do you have any idea of any new hobby outside of business yeah like so it's
0: i don't have a new hobby but i'm gonna pick one back up because um so i haven't been talking a lot about this because we're going through the final processes and i'm big about like not jinxing myself and like i don't want to put much shit out there but like as you know we got the house Mm -hmm. so Um, we're assuming, I mean, at this point, we have like 10 days before we move in. We just got to sign final papers. So there's really no reason why we shouldn't get it. There's a fucking skate park in the neighborhood, which if there's ever been a sign for me to get a hobby, it's that, right? So like we're moving this place and it's like there's these two neighborhoods that are connected. One has more like duplex style places and then one is like the housing. So we're in the housing one. So I got to like skate like a quarter of a mile maybe through the neighborhoods but there's like literally like a full skate park that's dope so for me i'm like okay that means i gotta get back into skateboarding because yeah. that was my thing from the get anyway um so that's definitely the only hobby i'm gonna have like cross besides crossing skateboarding bro i'm gonna be
1: gonna i'm be, gonna you're gonna be a walking injury
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what dude I, I haven't had any anything from cross yeah. well, but at the same time too like I never go above 80 to 85% ever, right? And especially if we're doing like some crazy shit that I'm like, okay, if I'm doing 10 reps, I'm not going to like, I go, I go way lighter than I think I can, um, for that reason. But again, I'm only doing it two days a week. Yeah. So people got to remember too, like if you're doing CrossFit five, six days a week, you're just, if you don't get injured, you're going to just, your hormones are going to crash because you're Mm going to get burnt out and stressed to the max. Cortisol is going to go up. Sleep's going to be shit. So for me doing two times a week and then going lighter on my accessory days, like I'm totally fine. Yeah. Um, but when the baby gets here, which is in fucking 10 weeks, dude, isn't that crazy? Holy shit, bro. Wow. Like 10 weeks nuts. <sighs> so I'm already mapping out how I can. So I, I just ordered a weight vest. I just came in. It's 40 pounds and I can take them out. Obviously you can change that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy some TRXs. I'm probably going to buy some dumbbells, but I'm going to get like half the garage, like matted out. Like, so I can just do at home stuff. That's dope. Because i'm not fucking gonna be able to leave much yeah. for a while yeah and on well, top of that like the the cross the gym's deep yeah right? so i'm not yeah. driving even further because we we'll be in sure. fife so it's like but yeah so skateboarding and just home workouts bro body weight shit like i'm gonna be like
1: well and, and your guys' new house is right next to uh the river too right yeah dude you gotta you gotta pick up. oh my god yeah. not even play no you're not gonna be able to fly uh isn't i know what, you could fly but... you're in there I don't I I don't have a a fly rod I have a just a regular uh, yeah. what's called a spin rod I use I use that but I used to hit the Puyallup River fucking faithfully and, and we will
0: too because I'm yeah. down for that because I love fish so man I'm I'm gonna be in there pull for them shit. right out of the
1: water and and yep. go cook that shit up yep That's what about you um, what about just bow hunting uh yeah um and bow I mean watching? just I mean just being out just being outside more right and and um. I think that that's one thing that I missed, right? Like, I don't even think I went on a hike in 2007. Yeah, I don't think I did. And I live right next to yeah. all the hikes that are pretty much in this state. Literally. Um, but, you know, I do want to venture out. Like, I want to do, like, uh, like the Cascades. Um, and then Steph's, Steph's dad lives over in uh, the Olympic Peninsula. So, like... Uh, the national forest and stuff like that so just go like pop around and just be outside more especially with with my daughter like I want her to to be able to appreciate that and not be inside so much which is crazy because she's just like she's moving around so much more now so it's like really getting to that time where she's going to be able to you know like do a lot more stuff and be more resilient and stuff like that from from being outside so Man, it's Just crazy. getting outside. Yeah, yeah. Just getting outside and doing more shit. One
0: cool. thing I, I think I want to do, too, is... and This actually kind of stemmed up from... Uh, I was watching your... You went on a little fucking uh, Chef Theo story. Oh, last night. It. Yeah. I was yeah. yeah, yeah, it, was, it was dope. It was dope. I watched through it like three times because I was dude. trying to get down the recipe and shit. So I was thinking, and like we're, we're sitting on the couch, and I was watching it, and she was watching Grey's Anatomy, of course. Cause, yeah. Dude, there's got to be like 87 seasons. <laughs> That's still fucking <laughs> going on. But um, I was like... Uh, like I wanna like kinda get into cooking, pick up cooking and she was like, Well, I mean like what like what did what have you cooked this last year, you know, two thousand seventeen? I was like, I've cooked a bunch of shit, like and then when steak. I had to <laughs> when I had to answer the question, I was like, damn I mean uh, I cook like Brussels and sweet potato, which you just saw yeah. I was eating a second yeah. ago. And steak that's or chicken, hella, bro, that's, that's it. Funny. And I was like yeah, And I wanna get like into like cooking. Because you were doing was it oysters or clams? So or I, was doing, I was doing I was doing clams
1: I did clams I did up. and then, uh, so I did clams and I did, uh, lean cod. So I'm looking at the clam thing and I'm like, man, I don't even, I would have
0: never even thought about how to cook clams or anything like that. Oh, it's super easy. I know. It didn't yeah, look hard, it takes but like that's, 10 a, minutes. but that's another thing. Like I've just never even thought yeah. of it. And then my whole thing is, I mean, I tried to make us like a nice dinner. And so I was cooking like one thing in the oven, one thing on the top, one side, you know, like you got to cook multiple things for a full entree. Yep. And I was like panicking because I'm going back and forth. One thing got fucking burnt. Like I can't time them. One's ready, the other two aren't even close. Yeah. I want to
1: get good and comfortable with like. See, that's how the cool thing. That that's the cool thing about cooking, man. Is like it's trial and error. Yeah. Right. Like you could you could have somebody there, kind of like you know coaching you through certain. But like you're guaranteed gonna still fuck it up, and it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna turn out as well as it would with. Um, you know, if you were with a chef or even with somebody who was really good at cooking. So even if Shannon was to be right, right over your shoulder saying, Hey, you got to do this. And yeah. you know, now you got to tend to this thing. You, it still wouldn't be as good as if she was doing it. Right. Because it's, it, it would just be so automatic with and it's it. repetition. Yeah. yeah. So even last night, right. Like, uh, I was following these directions because I was like, I know how to do clams, but I wanted to try like this new sauce. Right so i followed the directions on this uh on on pinterest right for the sauce and um the directions led me to fucking failure right where like uh, 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 originally i had burned the the oil and then you put like fl- like uh, red pepper flakes and then like some garlic in there and it was fucking torched based off based off of the directions right? right so i had to like adjust the heat so i had to throw that out adjust the heat and then um and then fix it, and, like, the sauce turned out fucking amazing, but I had to adjust it yeah. to that, right, and different stoves are, you know what I mean, so, yeah. like, you're working with different pieces of equipment, and so, like, to me, like, that's what I love most about, like, cooking is, like, not only do you get to enjoy, like, bomb-ass food, it's cheaper than if you were to go out to, like, if I were to buy that meal out at a restaurant, I would have paid fucking cheese. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. But just getting everything. And like, you don't get as much of it either. Yeah. Like, and well, and the big other big thing, deal. too, is like I go to Seattle Fish Guys and I know the owners. Yeah. So they fucking give me like a 30% discount. Right. And uh, so I, I got it a lot cheaper. Like their sources, like it's it's all fresh stuff. Yeah. So. I heard Joe Rogan talking about this, too.
0: And I, his is on a different level because he has a little garden and he hunts. <laughs> so, But the same thing, when you go out of your way to get all these ingredients, you go out of your way to cook it when you sit down to eat that meal it's so much more enjoyable it tastes better because like you put in the labor for for that you know what yep, I mean for sure um, which is the only reason I, I won't even consider bow hunting or anything because he says like he's like when you shoot a fucking elk and then you sit down at the dinner table with your family eating that yeah. he was like there's something as a man that
1: happens when you're eating that meal and I was like damn dude you're you're gonna get into it because i'm gonna get you into it <laughs> yeah, guarantee and uh one of my clients actually she's from she's from hawaii and i don't know much about hawaiians other than chas and now uh this lady named josie right and they're like the coolest fucking people yeah and it, it's really like about family and respect and um she just like she's so appreciative of like the time and the effort and she can tell that i'm passionate about coaching and so we just get to talking and, and, and by the way, like if you ever train with me, sometimes like I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm like known for every once in a while, like you might be working out for 15 minutes and like the rest of the time we're just fucking talking Yeah. and that's ended, right. that, that ended up happening. Right. So I'm talking to her and she's from Hawaii and she's still got a place out there on um, the big Island. And we just got to talking about different hobbies and, and, and families and stuff like that. And so, you know, we got into the whole bow hunting thing, and she's like, oh, my God. She was like, you know what? She was like, I have a place on the Big Island. She was like, you can go fucking stay for free. Um, You and your family. She was like, just do me a favor. And she was like, just hunt those fucking pigs. Because... (laughs) Because they're wild pigs? The wild pigs, right? Like, they're not native to Hawaii, right? They were brought there. um, I mean, by Polynesians, but, you know, they just didn't fully understand you know, what they were going to do to the ecosystem there. Right. So, and, and it's, it's crazy because every year you would have to hunt 70% of the pig pop, the wild pig population in Hawaii just to manage it. Right? Damn. And they don't like, you're on a fucking island. So there's not that many people who are hunting. Yeah. So, uh, these pigs are actually responsible for, uh, uh, the declining, I guess, uh, life in the coral reef, right? It's like drastically affected the ecosystem right so on land to the fucking water yeah so these people are like man like you know they're they're borderline irritated they still love pigs right because that's a better part of their diet yeah yeah. um but you know they just like man we don't have enough people enough hunters to come manage this right (laughs) So, like, she was like, you can, like, all you have to do is get a license, you can fucking hit hunt as many as you want. Just chill in the yeah. yard? Yeah, she was like, yeah, you could sit on my back de- deck if you have a gun, and usually she was like, you could just pick That's them off. That's crazy. Right? She was like, you can do the whole bow hunting thing. <laughs> she was like, but, you know, I highly recommend getting a gun and just, you know, popping these <laughs> things from my deck. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and then I started looking into it. Just me being me, I started looking into it, and then apparently they have... Wild goats there that also aren't native that overgraze. They have access deer, which are like they look like Bambi, right? The ones right. with the spots um, that are supposed to be like the best eating deer out of any species. And she was like, "Yeah, you can get fucking tags and you can hunt these things because That's they're not crazy. native and they're they're fucking up the ecosystem." I was like, Shh, "Man, say no more, dude. I'm down. I'm down to fuck <laughs> it.
0: Like, send me the place that you're uh, doing lessons because I would go there first, honestly, yeah. and check that out. And yeah. then like as soon as I get in this new place, fishing too, like." Yeah. I'm trying to, like... See, I already got them, folks. Supply them.
1: <laughs> Dude, like, ever it's since... Like how, so- much, how much sense does it make, right? Like, oh, you know, because now, like, you know, just... just even when I was... Uh, because I mean, I know Dez and I know Sal really well. Right. But even when I was getting the seafood, I'm like, man, like it's so much more fulfilling when you actually fish. Well, that's
0: the thing is like, I want to see like my daughter sitting at a dinner table eating what I like yeah. provided. Like how the, savage. Yeah. That's like, savage. Like, yeah, yeah. like that's honestly what made me like really start considering yeah. it. Cause I'm like, Oh, well I don't give a fuck. I'll go yeah. shop for my food. Yeah. But like my daughter, like I want to be like primal shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's dope. So, okay. So real, real quick recap. So, obviously, you're going to watch more whales, obviously. I'm going to watch
1: everything nature, dude. You're going to
0: do a lot of nature shit. You're going to hike more. You're going to hunt more. Mm -hmm. Um, Coaching is your focus. Is there any, like, specific – I had this question a couple times. uh, Like, what certs am I going to go take? And I probably don't have as good of an answer as you do because I don't – I personally, and I'll explain why I'm not going to be doing a bunch this year. But do you have any certs? Do you have any business opportunities, any specific things that you're going to try to focus on this year?
1: So, certs um, kin stretch and, uh, FRA. So functional range assessment. So that's all. Um, if, if you're interested in like the whole mobility thing, is, that, is that like FRC level two? So, so FR, so FRC is kind of like entry level okay. of the whole functional anatomy seminars thing. Right. So you have to do that in order to do any Anything of else. Like oh, okay. you have to do it in order to do kin stretch. You have to also do that in order to do FRA. Uh, okay. Um, so that's the only like that's kind of, again, that's your entry level. But once you do that, it's not like a specific order. Like, oh, well, you have to do kin stretch first, and then you have to do FRA. But, like, right. you, you know, you can do any of those. Um, and f- also, I'll I'll do... I probably won't do it this year, but functional release. So, the only reason I want to do functional release is because, um, I mean, I'm just... Like, I'm fascinated by... Um, you know, just like their whole system, but like getting more into the anatomy of the human body, understand fully understanding like yeah. 100% about how the human body operates, right? Like on a biomechanical level. Um, and I won't be able to legally practice functional release because I'm not a PT. I'd have to go to school for that. Um, but I just go for the knowledge. Yeah. right? Um, and it's, and even if I can't touch somebody, right, if I can't perform manual therapy, I can refer out right to somebody who I know, like and trust, which is Dan Swinsco, he's right in my neighborhood. Yeah. Um and but I could also say like dur- during a an assessment, I'd be like, okay, well this is probably what's going on, right? Um, you know, I can't I can't touch you, but have your PT look at, you know, this specific area Right. and um if they know, you know, certain techniques, which is surprising. Like a lot of PTs don't know what they should know. No, right? Um, but that's, that's probably it as far as continuing education. Again, I want to get super specific and I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to go do a bunch of different certs and act like I'm going to implement all these different things at one time. Um, that's it. And if, you know, I'm sure, uh, Luke is going to do another bigger summit in, in 2018. I'll, I'll attend that obviously. Um, and then Joel Jameson's, uh, uh, he's Eight got a con- uh conditioning certification right. which is a 6 month online certification i believe oh. um and that's again that's just going to take my level of coaching up yeah. that much better right like you're you're and the way you say it, like i'm really i would say i'm a really good programmer i'm i'm probably better at programming than majority of the industry um just by sheer repetition yeah. right like as many programs as i write uh, but i mean this dude his been in the industry for a long time he's a yeah. phd he's super well especially smart. with like metabolic conditioning yeah that dude's a savage yeah he's the best in the world yeah so that's you know, honestly sense.
0: from a training perspective that might be the only cert i do simply because i agree with that and he's online yeah. like so for me this year i traveled so much in 2017 with the new house and the baby i'm trying to stay Show yeah, <laughs> as much yeah. as possible um so that will be an opportunity um, I'm doing like a mentorship with Jason Phillips. So he has four certs this year. So I'm just – I'm in all of those because of that. But – so for instance like January 8th I think it is. is like the hormone cert. I'm not going because I'm not going to fucking leave and then come home the day before we move in. Yeah. But I'm, he's going to video me in so I can still get certified. So like with that, that's going to be huge because it's all hormonal stuff. Yeah. So – and with nutrition, that's like such a big thing because – Dude, it's unbelievable how many clients I've been getting lately, Um, and I think it's honestly because I started doing CrossFit, so I've been getting a little bit more people from that realm.
1: Yeah, which is is awesome. The
0: intensity factor is a little too high for these people, and their hormones are shot, so they come to me under-eating, under-recovering, and I have to, like, I've reverse-dieted more people in the last three to six months than I ever have in my entire life, and I didn't realize how many people are under-eating. It's pretty fucking crazy, but um, so this hormone one's going to be dope. There's a mindset one. A business one and then um, a level two nutrition coach one. So doing all those. But just like you, man, I think the important thing to notice from that is I've spent years figuring out what my passion is, what my niche is, and now like any cert I do is going to be related to that. Like someone was asking me, oh, are you going to do FRC this year? Are you going to do this, this? And I was like, well, like they're really dope, but I need to do more of what I'm great at. Like it just makes sense. And I mean,
1: like it's, again, it's a lot of money to, like if you're not implementing things. Yeah like it's kind of like an expensive lesson right yeah. like i don't think it's a waste of time as long as you understand that but if you if you pretend to understand things and then try to implement it with your clientele and that you're not really passionate about it like yeah. that's where you're and that out.
0: shit's a different ball game for online coaching yeah. like i'm not doing frc shit with people through yeah. a computer yeah. like let's be real I'm yeah gonna, and if, I'm gonna and if refer... my thing was
1: online coaching i definitely wouldn't be doing I'm gonna, FRC. am yeah like, see i'm
0: gonna refer them out to yeah. people like you because yeah. i can't like you have to be so much more hands-on with that kind of shit mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely going to be doing that. Um, my, my goal for this year really is just scalability. Like I got to figure out like – like I already have like the answer because Jason's helped me quite a bit on this because he went through the same thing of like how to scale the business. It's just dude, – it is hard to make that move, right? Like I've talked to a few people about assistant stuff and it's just like so picky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you got to think about like hiring coaches in the future and that part too, you're like – like because – and you're the same way. You're so peculiar about how you program yeah. – like training and nutrition i kept asking him i was like dude how did you finally trust somebody he was like dude it took me a long time yeah but i'm telling you you got to do it or it's gonna be a headache so figuring out that shit's gonna be a big thing i'm planning to open up um i got so i got three or four guys in it already i got a couple calls next week i haven't like uh, advertised it or i'm not going to really i'm not going to talk about too much but um like a mentorship program i really want to do something like that like kind of like what we did with highline yeah um But I want to figure out a way where I can help people do what I do like and break out of their shell to start doing it at an earlier age. I see so many people that want to go down our route and they're afraid to get out there and put themselves out there and post and start a fucking podcast. Start posting all your content on Instagram or blog. Like, how do you go about that stuff? And I've been getting so many questions on how to do it that I was like, I I need to like figure out something like a Facebook group and stuff. So I'm going to open up that soon. Don't know exactly how it's going to work, but I'm just going to try to deliver as much as i can to like young guys trying to do something so that's going to be a big project and then obviously the cool thing with that is if i can help people for six months and i need somebody to step on like i have like a group of people who would be great fits to be like a part of the like what i'm doing you know what i'm saying so that will probably be the biggest thing and then um the baby dude like that's gonna be fucking the number one the number one like so much of my time shannon's gonna be going she's gonna be on maternity leave in a fucking month dude um, and she'll be going back part-time after three months. We'll see. I'm kind of under the favor of her not, but, like... No, she she will. I think... I think... I don't know, man. I think it's one of those she things... Doesn't,
1: she doesn't strike me as the stay-at-home mom. Well, so part-time. she she doesn't,
0: like... She wants to go back part-time because she, she wants to, like, get out of the house and work yeah, and do yeah. stuff. But I just have a feeling once that baby's out, man, she's not going to want to go back. Uh...
1: I mean, Seth was that way for six weeks, and then oh, that's it. Like, yeah, See, I, I and the, feel. Well, I and then she like was she just like, I mean, that. it's a, a lot of it too. Is just, I think that there's, especially with you know, you're, you're like as young as we are, right? And the lifestyles that we've lived, you know, before before kids, right. right? where you're used to kind of just going out and like essentially your your home now is really just a place that you sleep, right? Like, yeah. there's not. An incredible amount of things to do in an apartment, Yeah. right? So you're used to kind of going out and about and seeing your family and, and and driving wherever. So I think that it's it's kind of like that contrast, right? Like I I could be wrong, but um, you know at some point Steph was just like, yeah, man, like I I, I need to go back to work, right? Like you gotta get out, know, yeah. yeah. Like I just gotta go do something. Yeah. And then at, at first she was really apprehensive. She was like, I don't know how how I'm gonna feel like leaving Olivia, and then. She came home later that day and she was like, it was so good to be back at work. Yeah. Right. So I think like once she gets it, and it's not like a bad thing, right? Like I think it's, and and you guys will figure out a schedule, but it's, I mean, and for you, it's a, it's a great opportunity to, to sit there and to, to bond with your, to bond with your kid and be there. Like I've literally been there through every single phase that she's had in the last six months, which is crazy because it seems like it's been a lot longer than that. Because right. of how fast they develop, like yeah. it's fucking insane. Well, like their ability. So from three months, uh, another random fact, because uh, <laughs> it's not babies and not whales, uh, that from three months to six months, right? Their uh, their ability to retain information for the brain is to like the highest. Is well, it's it doubles. Imagine in a three month period that your ability to retain information doubles like your brain capacity it's insane dude isn't that fucking insane like how fucking like you'd be a super genius like if your brain developed like that all the time that's why i want to get into
0: stem cells bro (laughs) like start working on a whole different level yeah you know what's crazy that just reminded me about another fun fact um so the human brain has uh doubled in size in i don't know how many years two million years yeah but The period of time that that happened was way smaller than, like, the whole entire human civilization. It was also the same exact time where humans learned how to cook their food. And they couldn't... And art. Well, they couldn't eat animals until they learned how to cook their food. So now people are linking back, like eating animals is actually a like a big signal of it. They actually did a study where they showed um development of anybody under the age of 30 is faster, higher their cognitive, everything like yeah. works better and faster if they're eating animals. Yeah. And and any animal product essentially protein. Um and uh over thir- I think it was over 30 is uh fruit. It was like when older people consume more fruits than they did before, like they're
1: going to be on a faster level, which is fucking weird. Yeah. It just shows that you should be eating animals. So it's crazy because like within that time, right, that they, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of different ideas on like how, like in this short amount of time that the human brain doubled in size. Right. So, um, and one of those things is we've talked about mushrooms in the, in the past. I know that was
0: the other thing I was going to bring up. So, which,
1: which is, which is crazy, right? Because some of like the earliest art, um, Shows that like you mushrooms, know, yeah. shows mushrooms right, and that and, it, and it, kind of like hieroglyphics right, like you know people tell stories with art right. It's yeah. kind of like their 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 writing That's system. History. Yeah. So you know they're showing themselves on a hunt, and it's through this entire process. And essentially, you know there's there's animal shit, and everybody know well not everybody, but people who know mushrooms know that uh, psilocybin or you know cubensis mushrooms grow from you know deer shit uh yeah. you know cow shit all, all you know and so when they were hunting these animals they, you know they're fucking hungry so they see these mushrooms they pick them they eat them and then you know that's when they start seeing they 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 draw like with all these colors like these different colors and, and shit like you know what i mean like they're seeing different different shapes and having these new ideas and now it's been proven that um that it's respond that psilocybin like if you microdose it right yeah that uh it's responsible for neuroge- neurogenesis so the idea is that you know they, they they'll be able to cure cte and, and alzheimer's and stuff like that but as far as like a, a human evolution standpoint right like you know if, if humans continue to do this right or microdose psilocybin that uh that the brain will actually get bigger or be more efficient and, and yeah. function a lot better which is fucking crazy, right? Yeah. So now, California is, is legalizing it for medicinal purposes. Good. And so, it's only a matter of time before Washington oh, and yeah. Colorado, 100%. you know what I mean? And states like that start it's to... It's smart
0: too, man. Like, there's yeah. a lot of books and a lot of people coming out. And I mean, it's been done with LSD as well, but just yeah. microdosing these psychedelics to like, get your brain to go to a different place, yeah. right? And like, I mean, for mushrooms, I want to say there's more species of mushrooms um, than anything, any other. Uh, yeah, I think Paul Stamets is like mil, like a million. Oh, dude, it's insane. There's, yeah, there's more than crazy any like. Uh, I don't even know what the word organism. Be. Yeah, organism. Mm-hmm. There you go. In um, the entire world, yeah. like, and they've been around
1: for longer than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's got to be one of those things. And it's crazy that like if, when you break it down to on a cellular level that a human cell and uh, a cell of a like fungi or a mushroom, right, is. I mean, it's f- almost fucking identical, right? Like, it's very, very similar. Fucking crazy. Isn't that wild? So, you know, and Paul Stamets, that whole idea is like, uh, you know, we're, we are fungi, right? Yeah. Like, we're not necessarily, like, we're different, but, yeah. you know, this is what we evolved from, right? It wasn't some, you know, some... Uh, some being who... Yeah. But, I mean, you know, again, like, I'm not saying <laughs> so you know, don't believe in God that. or anything like that, but, you know, it, it very well could have been that God, you know, put, put this fungi on, on planet Earth and, and, you know, we just evolved from there. But, like, it's just, it's insane to to see that, you know, like something that is millions and millions of yeah. years old to evolve to, like, what we are now. It's crazy. And now man. people are talking about, oh, well, you know, with all this technology, we're, you know, we're we're so much further ahead. Um, which I think it's just a different way of, of living. Right. But now what I, what I see is like our consumption is kind of taking us back, right? Like there's people who are coming out with arguments again, against like hunters who are eating, you know, elk, like wild elk and wild deer right. that they're like, well, when I eat this, um, my body doesn't process it. And like, I have stomach or gastrointestinal issues. Um, and, you know, my body just doesn't handle it. Because
0: they altered the gut bacteria inside exactly. of Exactly. Yeah, so it's so
1: nutrient-dense, right, they can't that, even that it. they can't handle it because they're used to eating fucking processed shit. So now even if when you try to reverse it, right, you have to do it in a slow yeah. manner. So right? I've had multiple
0: clients. Um, I was just talking about this client. I've had multiple clients that switched from, like, Most, a lot of, I mean, it's, it's upwards of 75% of the people I work with do macros, but like a big piece of that is micros are right behind that. Like if somebody eating complete shit, I really focus on that stuff within their macros. Um, and I have multiple clients that I was like slowly just switching to a really natural diet. Right. Um, and one of them was like, just I'm done with this shit. I'm going all in. And I can't really argue if somebody's set on just removing all that junk but it was fucking with the gut. Yeah. And it was because like, you know, that's like, I drink a greens drink and it's like, it's like so much and like, you know, like a probiotic would just like, I just like, I can't handle it. And I'm like, you just need to slow down. Like take yeah. a quarter of a scoop for now. Like slowly introduce these foods. Like, and it sucks because you stop eating shitty food and it hurts. Right. Like, but a lot of people don't even know what it feels like to actually be functioning right. on a normal level. Right. And that's like, the same thing I've been experiencing with this whole like reverse dieting thing with all these clients I'm seeing. It's like, They their their sleep sucks, they're restless at night, their energy's low, their sex drive's non-existent, they're not ever hungry, but they're craving shitty food all the time, so their metabolism's all fucked up. They don't know what it feels like to actually feel really good, and as I bump their calories up... Because it becomes the norm. Dude, like, even if their weight doesn't change, I've had multiple people, like, I bring their calories up and they actually drop weight because they needed it, but for the people who aren't hyper-responders like that, they feel so much fucking better, it's like euphoria. Like, they're so happy and just, like, every update they're just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, and it's, it's so awesome to see, but it's like, God, I can't imagine that. Like not even feeling proper. Like it's crazy,
1: dude. I would say that that's like, you know, as far as the, the very little sort of nutritional coaching. And I, I, I can't, I can't necessarily say little, but I think that in comparison to what you do, right. It's not as in detail. It's not as scientific, not nearly as scientific, for me, it's like, well, you know what's good, you know what's bad, but, like, just coaching them through little things. Like, hey, like, this week, like, don't worry about, like, don't worry about macros. Don't worry about how much protein you're getting in. Like, look, like, you're barely getting any, any veggies. Yeah. Like, you eat, you eat rice and then you eat, like, or, like, rice cakes or something like that. Like, what else do you, what else do you get other yep. than protein and then that because you're so worried about calories. Yep. Like, start introducing some vegetables. Just do that or even, a, like, a grains drink. Um, and then all of a sudden off the scale is fucking, you know, two to four pounds.
0: So like a couple of things on that. Um, first of all, if you haven't seen the infographic I just posted like the other day, the biofeedback one, go look at that and track that stuff. Cause when we're talking about this stuff, if you can track how you're actually feeling like from a sleep perspective, performance recovery, all these different things, you're going to get so much further. Like you, when you go based off your physiology, your physical will follow yeah. that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I was going to bring up is uh, – do you know Dr. Andy Galpin? He was on uh, Joe – He's been on a bunch of podcasts oh, now. Okay, I didn't hear it. He actually – I, I want to say he's a, uh, a professor at the Evergreen College here in Washington, but uh-huh. I might be wrong. But he's like – he does muscle biopsies. So he's the dude that's coming out with research based on like – what muscles have more type 2 versus type 1? What athletes are more type 2, type 1? What distinguishes that? Dude, they're doing research now that shows certain foods that you take in will predominantly create more muscle fiber type. Like an apple is more type 1 dominant. So if you want to be more type 1 dominant, start you eat more apples. It's very like inconclusive data right now, but they're like going down that road. Sweet potatoes are definitely Uh-oh, type 100%. 1. hundred <laughs> percent. But isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah. They're like learning how to like alter your fucking muscle pattern, yeah. right? But um. So what he he does uh, – he doesn't coach a lot of people but the people he does coach are like UFC fighters, like top guys. And what he'll do right before um, their like weigh-ins when they're trying to cut weight is he'll remove like starches, like sweet potatoes, rice and all that stuff. And he'll like literally down like greens juices like three times a day, super nutrient-dense greens foods yeah. and calories do not matter to him whatsoever and people will drop weight. Yeah. And he's like now calories in the grand scheme of things do matter but when we like – overly impact ourselves with high micronutrient dense foods your body will absorb and burn fat quicker and he's shown that through studies so like what you're saying right now is is that exact thing like if you're not at that level yet you need to focus on these things and that's why like it's the same thing before i dig into macros with a lot of people it's like okay like let's get a green drink let's get like probiotic real foods in your diet let's focus on all these things you will lose more weight i don't care about the calories right at a certain point, you should focus on those things or if you're hormonally fucked, like we need to make sure that you're eating enough calories, yeah. but um, it's huge and people just don't want to accept that simple works, mm-hmm. right? They want like that crazy, like yeah. carb. That's why I did that carb cycling videos. Like does carb cycling actually work? Well,
1: yeah, it does, but it doesn't
0: really fucking matter. That's like splitting hairs.
1: Everything works as long as you do it. Like my whole thing is, is what is going to be sustainable for you? So it's exactly
0: what I said in it. Can and you I've
1: I've had probably close to 10 people within the last six months ask me about keto. And, you know, should I do keto, this and that. And, like, my only question is, and they'll be like, you know, does keto work? Like, I see this person lost 30 pounds or whatever. um, And I'm like, yeah, like, of course it works. Like, obviously it works, right? Like, they lost 30 pounds, it fucking works. Uh, are you going to be doing that for the rest of your life? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. I, I have no more to say to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and that's the, the the issue is is like keto got popular because of disease, like rehabilitation. Really, yeah. they don't even have studies that prove keto can prevent cancer because it can't, but it can rehabilitate you if you already have cancer. So if you don't already have cancer, it's not like as crazy of a thing. But now they're finding that there's because cancer strives off carbs. They're finding a lot of cancers that actually thrive off fats. Yeah. So keto would be horrible for you. So like it's so specific to the person, right? And then again for adherence, like I know for me there's no way I could follow it. Yeah. Because I love when Shannon cooks pasta or we have rice or we have sweet potatoes, whatever it may be. Like none of those are keto, right? Like, And it's just calorie control realistically, but – I could go on a fucking huge rant with that. No, man. Um, sure.
1: yeah, like, I, I, totally get it. I mean, like, but the yeah, just the point that I'm trying to make is, is sustainability, man. Like, I just want to make sure that whatever, whatever sort of lifestyle somebody is after, like, those are the, we're gonna take the necessary steps to get there. And it, yeah. and it could be, it might take you a year to get there. Yeah. But if you're looking for like a really quick fix, man, like I've had to turn people down recently. Like I, I won't coach you. Yeah. Um, if people want to do that, I've, I don't know if people have hit you up recently um you know as as referrals for me because you know they want a certain type of of diet and i'm like you know i'm not really familiar with it like i know about it but this would be a better option yeah. for you right like maybe well, you just need to go coach with him
0: and see and I'll, I'll do the same thing too is like okay like i'm cool with that if that's what you like intermittent fasting for example hey i heard about this i want to do this i'm like okay well does that match your work schedule like do you actually like would you feel good doing yeah. that because i know i love breakfast so i'm not going to do it right yeah So I always have the same exact approach. No matter who it is like – and I will get very specific because I like doing that stuff. But you need to be able to adhere to it long term. Like that's the the biggest key. Which um, we can wrap up with this like predictions for 2018. I I mentioned this on the last one. I'd like to hear your opinion on it. But for me, I don't know if it's what I hope will happen or if it's an actual prediction. But individualized everything. Like I think that a lot of coaches who are really, really big on individual individualization, I don't even know if that's a word, but they're, uh, (laughs) they're like, not really blowing up, but they're being really like, There's a lot of stuff going on with them in the industry and I think it's because it's finally catching on. Like all those guys who are like really into into individualized programming, whether it's nutrition or training, have been doing this shit for so fucking long. It's just that I think we've weeded through all the bullshit meal plans, all the bullshit like template-based programs and all the stuff that doesn't really work long term um, or for a specific individual and they're kind of being flushed out. And now all these people are kind of rising to the top. So I think individualized, everything is going to like go to the top from nutrition training but also like recovery because – and I think that's one of my predictions as well is like more and more recovery strategies are going to come out because we see people like the CrossFit people, not even them because they actually invest in recovery but the people following them who are like wannabe CrossFit Games athletes that are just beating themselves up and they're not doing the uh, therapies that these pro athletes are doing. Mm-hmm. They're not getting the sleep and, and some of these guys are sleeping in those oxygen ta- chambers and shit like – that's like why they can do what they're doing. And there's some of them who are probably on drugs. But um, I see a lot of more like cryotherapy, a lot more massage stuff, a lot more float tanks, stuff like that coming out because I think recovery is coming out a lot. Uh, but individualized recovery, individualized meditation, journaling, coaching, everything. That's a big prediction for me. I think more and more of that shit's going to come up.
1: I think more convenience for that stuff is going to come up. I don't know if people are going to necessarily take it hook line and sinker within the next year like really? that i think that this has been something like the whole recovery thing um the individual the individualization of
0: fucking hard work of, <laughs> of uh
1: of training right like that's something that that uh me personally like i've been working on especially like this last year more so recovery yeah um And just with my clients, like, doing less, I think, actually, you know, I can actually say that I started that in 2016 uh, with a lot of my clients who were just super burnt out. Well,
0: and I think, like, I think sustainability
1: is becoming more accepted
0: amongst people. Like, for a long time, like, it was, like, sustainable programs aren't sexy and people want to avoid them. But I do believe, like, I find it easier... With uh, I have applications coming in every week and it, I find it easier to sell somebody on the long-term approach now than I ever have in my life. And I don't know if that's because I have been putting out shit for longer so my leads are more like hot leads, I guess you could say, or if it's because it's just a, a industry-wide thing that people are accepting. Like, okay, I'm not in this for the next 30 days yeah. or just for my wedding. I'm in this
1: for the long run. Um, I think that I think that people have to understand also that when you, like, if if, if the industry goes this route, that the consumer is going to be spending more on health and fitness than they ever have in their life. Yeah. I mean, damn near tenfold, right? Like, it'll be thousands of dollars a month in order to sustain that. It's not going to be cheap, right? Like, I mean, when, when we think about recovery, right, and, you know, these people who are taking advantage of it from a business perspective, right, flow tanks, cryo chambers, uh uh cold plunges and hot tubs and stuff like that, uh uh light therapy or infrared infrared saunas and stuff. That shit's not cheap, right? So uh and, and they're gonna suggest that you you do it, you know, every so often, right? So that on top of your individualized training, which if a great coach in the industry who you link up with values their time whatsoever It's not going to be cheap as well. Yeah. So understand that you're going to be paying a lot more, but at the same time, it's worth it because it's your fucking life, right? You're going to literally add on years to your life. And when you also think about, uh, nutrition, and, and again, we talked about, we talked about getting out and going hunting. That's not for everybody. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to do it in 2018, Because there's just some people who aren't going to fucking do it. No. But awareness around why that's good is... And where you're sourcing your food from. Exactly. That's becoming way more... Exactly. So I think as long as that that type of information is getting out there, people are going to become more aware. And then... So I think that this is going to be a building block here. I don't think it... Again, I don't think that people are going to buy it... Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. I think it's going to be a stepping stone. I agree. for the next three to five years. I can
0: agree with that. I think 2017 was a big like intro year. Like it yeah. was, it was finally starting yeah. to emerge more with, information than ever. Way yeah. more. Yeah. So I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't have any like predictions of like fads or anything like that. I've I've been listening to some people that it interests me, and and when you look back in time, certain things are going to come back around. I think that. Um, carb cycling is going to come back as a fad because that was a thing, um, right after keto came out. Cause keto came out, I don't know, it was 20 or 30 years ago, but every so often these diets cycle, keto hit really hard. And then carb cycling was right after that. I think carb cycling and like big refeed days are going to pop back up and be really popular, um, again. But other than that, I don't really see anything, I think for training, I just think the individualized approach is going to be big. I think that I think full body programming is going to be really big again. I, I see that happening more and more. We went from like all the old school bodybuilders, that's all they fucking did. Athletes always did – everybody always did full body training programs and frequency was higher. Then we got into body part splits really heavily and then upper lower splits came really, really popular. Um, and now like it's starting to emerge like you're seeing pro bodybuilders and a lot of people starting to do full body programming yeah. again. Um, things like CrossFit just – got really big full body programming, right? Like, so I think that's going to emerge and be more popular.
1: Um, yeah. And that's about it for me. Yeah. More power development too, on that side of things. Like I see more bodybuilders doing that because they understand that it's a natural way to increase testosterone. Right. So, um, you know, I I think that people are going to do again, like it really just comes down to the coach. I think that from, from a consumer perspective, Absolutely. I think that from a coaching perspective, that more coaches have to do the due diligence. They have to invest the time and the money into continuing education and doing the right certifications, the ones, uh, or I mean just education, in general, whether you're reading a book, just, I mean like making sure that it's a legitimate source and that the motherfucker knows what he's talking about. Right. Um, and, and that's what you practice and not trying to spin 10 plates at once. Like, you know, Figure out that niche, and again, like it might not even happen in, in 2018. Yeah. Uh, Don't but, force you know, it, but doing self reflection. I, I I mean, we both have done that. I mean, countless times, and and we'll continue to do it um, because it's powerful. Is in, in in realizing what you do each day is that gearing you towards uh, the ultimate goal that that you want to accomplish. And you know, my my ultimate goal is to open up my own gym. So for me to become a the better, you know, the best face-to-face coach that you're going to be in contact with like that's my goal like i'm just building on top of that um so you know making sure that there's relevancy to to what it is that you're doing i love it man I, i couldn't agree anymore